So this is good. So I'm just going to have you share. And uh, so I probably won't get to speak today. Does that make y'all sad? Oh. Yeah. Um, but I think they have more to say than I do, things that God has done in their life. And so I'll start down here with you, Sarah, and make our way down. Sarah, show her some of your eye. Sarah got stung by a bee on the last night we were there, and right here underneath her eye. And uh, so we did not we did not beat her on the camp at camp. So just know that. And uh, but hey, y'all, when you pick up the mic, kind of keep it like right about. Look at me real quick. Put it like right about here, because if not, you get feedback and stuff down there. So just kind of put it right here, and then pass it on to the next person. Okay. All right. Make sure you tell about your name, and when you speak, stand up so they can see your beautiful, beautiful faces. All right. Hi guys, I'm Sarah. Um, this was my first year at camp, and I actually signed up last minute with Avery. And I was kind of, uh, I didn't really, the first night I didn't really felt like I belonged there. And I was just kind of mad, and I was just, I just wanted to go home. But um, the second night we had um, the speaker, he said that we should just uh, let go of all of our burdens. And um, I was dealing with um, the death of my brother, and he passed away when I was 12 from cancer, and um, also my dad being deployed um, multiple times. And so I just kind of felt like all of my family was being taken away from me. And um, I mean, I grew up kind of feeling neglected since my mom was always in the hospital and just stuff like that. So this week I really just let go of those um, chains, and I didn't realize how angry I was about it um, until this week, so I'm really glad I went. Hi, my name is Avery, and it was my second year this year, and um, let's see, it was the third night there, and um, it was after the sermon, and they called up for, like, if you needed prayer. So I went up there, and this lady prayed for me, and she was just saying, um, she kept saying that even though you're small, that doesn't, like, determine what you can do, and she was telling me that I was going to do great things. And then um, this counselor was actually Jordan Carr, wherever she is. Uh, She prayed for me, and... um, she told me she saw me at my school, and there was a group of girls, like, huddled around me, I guess, and we were praying, and she said they weren't around me because of me, but because of God, and I was like, well, that's really cool, I guess, and, but there was, like, only one problem with it, like, I was thinking to myself, like, at school, I really, like, I'm not very confident around, like, other girls, like, I don't, I feel less than, and, like, I'm just intimidated by them, and I, um, I don't feel, like, as pretty as them, so, like, how was I supposed to, like, pray for, pray with them and stuff if I can, like, can't say hi or something, and, um, so, as I was walking back to my seat, uh, girl after girl kept coming up to me and telling me, like, how beautiful I was, and, how, like, they loved me and loved being around me. And one of my friends, she's a lot taller than me, she uh, said, she said, Avery, even though I look down on you physically, I look up to you uh, spiritually. And she was just telling me so that I was just so pretty and that she loved me and everything. And then, like, by then I was like, 
there's something wrong in my head. I have to pray about this. So I started to pray, and uh, God just started breaking off the chains that told me, like, I'm not good enough and stuff like that. And, like, he started telling me, like, the truth about who I really was. And, um, yeah, and so now I can walk in confidence. And freedom is just such a good feeling, and I praise God for it. Hey, you guys. I'm Emily. Um, This year was my first year at camp. I'm a rising seventh grader. So um, when I had just gone to a camp the week before, and I had gotten back on Friday, and going to Riverstone, I thought, I pretty much knew, like, everything about God, and (laughs) I know it's it's silly, Um, but um, when I got there, God just opened my heart, and he told me that there's so much that you don't know about me that I want to teach you this week, and um, on the last night, as some of you know, it's usually pretty powerful, um, I was one of my friends was crying and I was just praying for her and then I got down on my knees and just started praying and um, I just started crying and like it was just so cool because God gave me this picture it was like a, a movie playing in my head and it was me and I was coming out of a desert and I was tired and I was lost and I was hot and thirsty and hungry and I didn't know where I was and um, I came upon this house and it was like it was the perfect image of a home and it was beautiful and it was covered in flowers and it was all decorated and I was like wow that's that's awesome for whoever lives there and I started to walk past because like that's not for me I'm just wandering through a desert lost and that's my destiny and then um, Jesus just bust through the door in a song and with a white robe. And he came out and he said, Emily, I'm so glad you finally made it back home. And he brought me inside. And that was awesome. Hi, I'm Lauren. Um, I'm going to my senior year. Um, well, I went, this is like my maybe fifth year at camp or something like that. I've been going for a while. And, um, um, well, I guess this little background story. I, my parents got divorced when I was really young and just, I don't know, it just hasn't, I haven't really had like the best like home life, I guess. And so um, it just kind of made me be like really independent and um, just kind of do things on my own all my life, and this last year especially has been really difficult, um, and just a lot of things have changed and everything, and so the last few weeks before camp, like this summer, the Lord just um, really started to um, just highlight in my heart that, um, like, I'm just too independent and too strong, you know, and um, that it, like, it wasn't, it was really inhibiting me from, like, trusting the Lord, Um, and so at camp, like, he just really, um, that's like what he just dealt with me on that like the entire week and um, he just really broke me of just being like self-sufficient and and strong and just trying to do things my own way Um, and just I just feel um, I just feel like so confident and um, and just being able to trust him and depend on him and lean on him and 
Um, I just felt so much like his, like I just feel so like secure, like just in his presence and who he is like after this week. And um, one night the speaker, Tom Fraley, um, like before he started speaking, he was talking about how our counselors and our friends this week were love with skin on. And so he told all the counselors kind of lighthearted, like um, he was like, you know, just find one of your campers and give him a hug. And so I was sitting by one of my counselors, Amelia Morgan, um, and so she just turned around and gave me a hug. And, like, I went in, I went into the hug kind of casual, but then, like, as soon as she hugged me, it was just, like, the presence of the Lord just drew so near. And, like, <laughs> after, like, I just, I shared, like, with her um, just that evening and everything. And, um, and the next day, like, during free time, we went on a walk, like, all during free time and just, like, shared our hearts with each other. And, like, we just had, like, the, like, the exact same, like, family story, you know, just everything. And, um, and like, when she, and I told her a little bit about that, and, like, but the night before, like, when she was hugging me, um, she told me she was, like, something along the lines of, you know, if I went through everything that I did, like, just to know your heart, then, like, it was worth it, and that just really, like, broke me, you know, and um, it just, like, knowing her and just, like, what the Lord, how the Lord ministered to me through her has just been, like, the most healing experience I've ever had, so it was just a great week. Hello. Sing on. All right. Um, so this was my second year at Riverstone Camp, and last year was quite amazing. Changed my life for the better. Got saved and whatnot. So this kind of like marks the the one year, and my life has changed so much. But this past camp, um, getting into worship and stuff was, I mean, I tried and, um, like, you know, felt like I wasn't being met by the Lord. So I was freaking out. I was like, oh no, what's wrong? And, um, I went and found Steve Hambrick, he's the pastor here, and, um, (laughs) I talked to him and, uh, he used a, a pretty good analogy I'll share with you guys. He said that whenever it's like him trying to teach his daughter how to um, ski on a boat, she gets in the water and she's freaking out. She's like, what am I doing? Where's where's my dad and all this? And he's not going to move forward until she's, she's calm and ready and can hear his voice so he can lead her. So basically I was just told to stop freaking out that I can't feel God and just sit there and wait for him. And even though I can't, see or feel him when I worship to still pursue him to gain or be persistent about it and good things will happen also a little side story we had um, cabin sharing one night and it was really really awesome and I I don't really ever pray for people because that's weird for me <laughs> like what is that so um, <laughs> we had um, cabin sharing and um, this, this kid opened up his heart, and we all we all prayed for him, and actually spoke prayers out loud, and it was super awesome. It's like I didn't know you could receive things from praying for people, and it was cool and fun and awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, hello there. My name is Lucas, and. Uh, it's also my second year. Um, 
basically have the same exact story as Austin, so. <laughs> um, so for for a pretty long time, I've been uh, really numb to a lot of things um, spiritually, and uh, just like I don't really know why. I mean, I, I kind of do, but we won't go there. So. Um, so just for the past year or so, I've just been completely numb to, uh, you know, just like the lost and just the message of Jesus, period. And um, I'm always just like, God, you know, tell me that you love me. Like, like hold me, please. Like, I need to know. Like, I'm not feeling much right now. And uh, it's been killing me. It's been... Uh, really killing me, so I'm like, alright, I'm going to go to camp, and I'm going to, I'm going to fix, I'm going to fix this, and, um, so, I was, I just did everything I normally do, and I just felt like I was, um, really missing out from receiving what I could be receiving because of, you know, said problem, and, uh, like, the, uh, the lady who spoke on humility, her kind of closing statement or whatever was uh, empty your spirit so you know that Jesus can fill you with him and I was like you know okay I understand but like I didn't know how to do that and people are always like just lay it down at the altar and just surrender yourself I mean and that all makes sense but I just didn't like know how and I, I really hope that that makes sense. I know it's kind of confusing, but um. So, after a uh, a message from a stunning gentleman named Mason Tanner on uh, turning points and uh, you know stuff like that, I was like, all right, I need prayer. So I went and found Steve Hambrick. He's the pastor here. <laughs> and uh, sorry. <laughs> And um, after his current, you know, client or whatever, I stepped up and I was just like, "All right, dude, here's the deal." Like, I'm, and I just, I just told him what I just told you and how like I've been missing out. And he's like, "I know what the problem is." And he referred to uh, Tom Fraley, the main speaker guy, and uh, he said how he went without hearing from the Holy Spirit for you know, a year or so, and um, the reason that that was happening to him and to me is because, and this, when he told me this, I was just like, oh man, like, it was, it was a good moment, so it was, um, it's because the Lord is working inside of me, and um, it's because he's preparing something for me, and uh, which went really well with the turning point, you know, for me going to college, and um, he's, like, he's building something up inside of you, and uh, when you can um, not only realize that this is what is going on inside of you, but um, thank him and praise him for it, then something huge will be unleashed. And I've just been like, I've been wanting to know like what to do like with college and everything, because like I'm just really like what I want to do, I can't because of you know just you know money and stuff so I'm just really praying that um, you know the answers are going to be revealed to me um, as I 
you know, try to accept that I'm not hearing from God because he's preparing me to hear from him, I guess. And um, and it makes sense because referring back to what I first said about, um, you know, being numb to, uh, you know, the love of Jesus and everything, I really, he told me in worship the next day, sort of, that what he's building up inside of me and what he's preparing me and maturing me for is to, uh, you know, fully grasp the lo- his love so I can, you know, go out and love and give and serve other people, which is definitely what I'm going to do with my life somehow. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress, and I really hope that somebody can take something from that, or otherwise I'd just be you know, wasting my time. So. I'm um, Jordan, uh, and this is, I grew up at this camp. Um, I was a seventh grade girl counselor, um, and I had the privilege of being with Emily and Alyssa, and I don't know if any other seventh graders are here, Um, but uh, it was just a real joy. Um, I learned a lot of things at camp this year, uh, but two things, well, two things really struck out to me is um, the power of prayer. all my life I've been like, honestly, I just, I, this sounds awful, but I don't like to pray. Because like, I pray just things that I want, or um, I just like, I, I just can't get into it. Um, but I think it was Thursday, Thursday night, we um, met at this, in this room um, right before the service. And, and I went there, um, and I was praying, um, and all of a sudden the Lord just said, Pray the prayers from my heart. Um, and so as soon as he said that, I just completely dropped to my knees. And, you know, I can't tell you what I prayed. But, um, I mean, it was incredible. And it was just, um, it was cool to see that that, um, that lived out and how we do have the power of Christ living in us. And um, uh, another thing I learned a lot um, about how just worthy the Lord is um, and just uh, how in all we should be. And I do remember praying about that uh, on Thursday. And it's cool because um, Tom Fraley spoke on heaven um, that night. And just, uh, it was incredible. Um, and I'm sure, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't be in awe of just um, that. And um, so that was really cool. Uh, another thing, I'm a big people pleaser. Um, I like making people happy, whether that's, um, it's, even if it's like not making myself happy, but um, so I care a lot about what people think, um, and so uh, he Tom also spoke on um, just kind of sharing the love of Christ to others, and and he gave some he shared some examples, um, and he didn't. Um, it was just as simple as like. Uh, one story, he um, was walking through the park and he um, heard, or he heard the Lord tell him, just tell the girl on the bench that that um, I think he said that you got, like he's got it. Um, so he's like, all right, I'll just go do that. And she just started weeping. Um, and y'all, I, it is incredible 
I want to tell people all the time, like, um, I got back from camp and went to Publix with my mom, and um, the cashier guy was like, um, so what's going on? And my mom and I was saying that uh, we just got back from our church camp, and, and we talked for, he even got someone to come and use his, like, take over his position to talk about, like, um, camp. And then he, he said that one worker there was um, just got back from a mission trip from Africa and it was cool he brought him over and we just started talking about that and just and then I went home and I started I went on a walk and this guy walked past me and I just heard the Lord say tell him that I love him and I was like I'm not going to do that I was like I'm going to look silly that's so simple and so I kept on walking and I just kept on hearing it and I was like I'm not going to do that and then he showed me again like you I just told you like you care way too much about people, what people think. Just go tell them. Tell him. And I'm like, okay. So I had to go hunt him down because it was a while before I got over myself and just went and told him. And he started just weeping. And, y'all, it was – I didn't have – I was like, what do I do now? But, but all I said – all I did was I just gave him a hug and said, that's what the Lord wanted me to tell you. And he just said, thank you. And then I just walked off. But it, And it, I'm not saying that is yay me, but it's just so cool to see how – the Lord can use you like that, and just as simple as that. Um, and it was so much fun. I got I got done with that, and I was like, Oh my goodness, Lord, send me more people to do that to. And so, um, it was just those are some of the things I learned um, at camp. So, there you go. hi, I'm Marley. Hi, Marley. Um, the first night of worship, it was just so powerful. It just moved me across the world and across the universe to God's, to heaven and beyond. <laughs> if you can even go farther than that. But, um, I don't think you can. But, um, um, in the morning, they, have, they had mandates, kind of like they talked about. Um, they talked about, well, the main thing they talked about was the 1040 window. It has the most people in that window, and no, only 3% of missionaries go there. And I thought that was just awful. At least there's people going but there's just, it's just crazy. And then God told me, I want you to go be a missionary to my friend who's not a Christian and I hang out a lot with. And it's really, that really what stuck out to me is God told me that and it's about all I have. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. <laughs> um, well, just I have to give a little bit of background, but not much. I won't speak for too long. Um, last year when I went to camp, I got freed from a lot of just chains and bondage and stuff, and um, I had been really, like, manic-depressive before that, 
and um, God freed me from all that stuff, and it was really great, you know, like, he showed, like, it's like I had a revelation of his love for me, and um, then, like, when I went home, things were great for um, about, like, one or two months into when school started. And um, then I just started getting, like, really bogged down with school, and um, I stopped talking to um, my spiritual brother. Um, We stopped, like, praying together, and, um, yeah, I just, like, I completely forgot about him, which I felt bad about, like, when I realized. And um, then I just started forgetting about God, and I stopped spending time with him. And, um... I know somewhere along the way I believed a lie about myself, and I don't really know what it was, but um, I guess it led me to feel really lonely, like I had nobody, you know, and that I was really looking for some friends, um, but I couldn't seem to find anybody who um, who just knew me. Like It's like I was looking for somebody who just knew me without me really having to get to know them, you know which is silly, but, um, so this past year has just been really, like, heavy for me, and it's like, it's like I didn't really go back, but I didn't move forward with my relationship with God, and, um, so this year when I went to camp, I was kind of, like, dealing with a lot of guilt and condemnation and fear of God because I didn't want to, like, come into His presence and, like show him all my crap um i just wanted to believe that everything was okay when it when you know it really wasn't and um so the first night um i was kind of just like well i don't really know why i'm here i feel like i'm just kind of here because i come and um i was like i don't i don't want to i don't want to disappoint anybody i don't want to disappoint god and um, I felt like I had. And then the first service, um, Tom Fraley uh, said, like we were worshiping or whatever, and I'm pretty sure it was him that said it. He got on stage and was like, I just think we should all confess kind of what's going on in our hearts to God, you know, because I feel like there's some heaviness going on. Or he said something like that, and I was just like, oh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because I didn't want to. And um, then like one of my favorite worship songs came on and I was like, God, stop it. (laughs) You're going to make me cry. And um, then I just, I kind of like forced myself to stop being so worried about it and I just kind of started confessing under my breath, you know, and um, I forced myself to forgive myself out loud. I was just like, you know, Caitlin, I forgive you. God forgives you. It's going to be okay. And um, which... I don't know, it probably, it might seem stupid, but it was powerful, um, because I hadn't been forgiving myself, and to just take that step, even if I didn't really mean it all the way, was, like, taking the step towards actually meaning it, and, um, so I felt kind of peaceful after I finally just told God, I was like, you know, this is what's going on, and I just feel this way, and, um, told him what, I wanted out of my relationship with him, which was to be closer to him and um, to not be afraid of him. And um, I mean, in, in a bad way. I know we should fear God, but I wasn't fearing him in a good way. And um, 
So then the next day during cabin sharing time, me and Lauren are in the same cabin. Um, some girls just start opening up and sharing, you know, all this stuff going on in their life. And we were all just like crying and passing around the toilet paper rolls, you know. <laughs> and it was uh, really powerful because um, I'd always just kind of thought, well, I don't think, you know, these girls could relate to me. And I don't feel comfortable really sharing anything with them. And so that was really powerful for me. And it, and I don't know why, but it kind of allowed me to feel my forgiveness by just hearing um, their testimonies and stuff and them sharing things that are, like, deep and dark, you know, that they probably felt uncomfortable sharing. Um, and so I was starting to feel a lot better, and I felt like God was telling me, like, you are here for a reason, you know, you, I have something for you. I haven't forgotten about you. And, you know, just because you feel like you screwed up doesn't mean that your life is over. And um, so this week wasn't really, like, wasn't really big and uh, emotional for me as such as it was just practical. Like, um, God showing me practical ways to stay strong with him and to pray with him. And, um because God's uh, given me, like, a gift of prophecy and um, discernment. And so I kind of realize that sometimes I, like, emotions that I have might not necessarily be mine, but I take them on myself. And um, so I'm usually, like, really, like, emotional sometimes. It's kind of bad. But um, when I talked to my spiritual mom about it and she was telling me about that, she's like, whenever you just feel, like, something come on you or whatever, just... Don't turn it on yourself and dwell on it, but turn it to God and just be like, why am I feeling this way? Do I need to pray? Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, that that sounds kind of, you know, like a good way to deal with that. And uh, one of the nights that I was there, I was, it was the night that um, Tom's wife talked about humility. I was sitting up um, at the bottom of the stage or the altar or whatever, and I was just praying like, you know, God, I want to be humble. Help me to do that. You know, I receive um, you're emptying of me and all. And then I had this thought while I was sitting there, like, maybe I have some tension. Maybe I, you know, maybe there's something going on that's blocking me from receiving God. But I was kind of like, I don't really know what that'd be, like, because I had already gone through and, like, prayed through all my crap, and I was racking my brain, like, what, what is it, you know? And um, then I happened to glance behind me, just, you know, and... <laughs> I saw this girl sitting behind me, and I didn't really think anything of it. I just turned back around. I was like, oh, it's just another person, you know. And then God was like, no, turn around. Take her hands right now. And I was like, okay. So I did, and um, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I was just sitting there with her hands, and she had her head down. And I was like, okay. Um, so I just kind of sat there for a second, and then I felt like God wanted me to tell her how beautiful she was and how worth it she was. And so I did, and then she looked up at me, and she was like, I just feel like I have some tension, like there's something blocking me from receiving God. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and um, I just told her, you know, you're not forsaken. God hears your prayers, and I know exactly what you're going through because I've been through it. And I promise you that God's going to help you, and he will show you his love. Um, so that's kind of like my story, and now I'm just... I'm going to start doing, like, a Bible study with my best friends that live totally different place from here. But um, we're going to do it over the phone, and they're going to hold me accountable for spending time with God before I do anything else. So that's what's going on with my life.
Um, I'm Alyssa. This was my first year as an actual camper. I was a pre-camper for five years before. But um, I was a, I am a Christian, and I always has been, has been, yeah. And, but I always thought that I was just going through the motions, like go to church, tell people I'm Christian, sing along. I never really thought that Jesus or God was listening to me because I'd always pray, but I'd never really get an answer. And then at camp, um, people were telling me that he always is listening to me and stuff like that, but I never really thought that he was. So I asked him for a sign telling me that I was in the right place at the right time. And all that week I'd been feeling like, well, I've always felt like I'm not pretty and I'm not good enough. And then the next day, it was Thursday, I believe, um, I was sitting in worship, and we, I was going through the book of Solomon, and the numbers 47 popped in my head. And then I'm like, wait, what? There's no 47 in this. So then I ended up looking up Sol- Song of Solomon 4-7, and it said, you're beautiful, and there's nothing wrong with you. And from then on, I've known that God is listening to me. And I just got so excited to know that he actually cared about me. Good job, y'all. Thanks. I, uh, one of the things that I had that I was unsure today was just simply this, that um, you know, when I was at camp, one of the things that God did was simply show me my great love for our youth. And uh, so I'm excited to get to spend the next uh, several months with you guys. So do this. If y'all make your way back to where y'all were sitting, and we're going to do this, uh, just remain standing. And then for those of you who did not share but still went to camp, I want to go ahead and have you stand right where you are. And... Um, Here's what I want you to do. If you are around them, I want if you're around, them, I want you to grab them. I want you to grab hold of them, uh, put your arm around them. Uh, if you're if you don't know them, it'd be kind of awkward. So if you know them, put your arm around them and hug them close. If you're sitting near them, I want you to grab them. So they're sitting. Just turn back around over here to these guys, please. There's no one around them specifically. So, so everyone's around them. Grab hold of them. Lay hands on them. Do something. We're gonna pray for them that God would uh, finish. Uh, finish this work that he started in them. Here's one of the things I want to say to y'all. When I was there, one of the things that God spoke very clearly was just the reality that, uh, this, that, that what he has for them is more than we've ever dreamed imaginable. That this is, these, our youth are not the church of tomorrow, they're the church of now. Uh, as, we, as, we stood, as they sat here and shared what God did in them, the reality is they had a story to tell about God's goodness and God moving in them. And, and, as, and, as we, and as they share this story, we recognize, my gosh, that their stories will change people's lives as they share them. And so as, as such, that this thing that God has for them is for right now. So I want you to pray that God would move in them. Number two, we recognize the enemy is moving powerfully to, to against them. We want to say that he can't have them. He can't have them. They belong to Jesus. Pray for them. Intercede for them. So I'm going to just, when I count to three, I'm going to release you all. I'll get done. I'll close this out, and then we can move forward. One, two, three, go. One of the places is just the, the time we have here at the end of our service where we have our ministry teams praying for people. I just watched again and again and again this past week as, as students would come forward and their counselors and those who loved them would simply lay hands on them and pray for them. And things would happen. That was a testimony, again, even today, of uh, some of our youth. I got prayer and blah, 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 whatever may happen, right? And so I believe this. When we come into our ministry time here, 
I want us to be intentional about expecting God to move as we come and we pray. So we're going to have some ministry time here, and we're going to pray for one. Pray if you want to stay and receive prayer. Um, and I want to encourage you. Just uh, if you need to go, you're more than welcome to do that. But but I want you to be. A, I want us to become a people who really believe and expect God to move as we pray for one another here. So with that, uh, ministry can come forward. I'm going to pray for us to to go. And if you'd like to stay, you can. If you need to go, you're more than welcome to do that too. Father, we love you.